0: Hello, assalamualaikum, everybody, hope you're all safe, sound and healthy and I'm back with a different uh, episode this time, a different podcast episode. This is mainly about me and my problems as a writer and what I'm going through. Uh, most of us writers uh, go through all of this uh, over and over again. It's a sort of like a never-ending vicious cycle. Um, it's not that our minds stop working it's I think our minds are always on overdrive it's always working The problem here is that our uh, there was I mean when I was younger um, and I had a little more optimism in life a little more hope a little more faith um, that at that point in life I wrote uh, at least three to four books simultaneously, three to four novels simultaneously. And it's because whatever came to my mind, I put it down to writing and I made full use of it. But uh, as I grew older and as I succumbed to a depression due to uh, lots of interference, unwarranted and unwanted interference in my life and things that were extremely important in building my future, uh, the fact that I had to sacrifice over and over again, I had to compromise over and over again, I had to put myself back and put others, uh, you know, in the front. Um, and I had to put others first, you can say, and I had to put myself last every single time for little things and for bigger things and for everything. Um, that, that routine of constantly being dragged down by other people's problems and other people's poor decision-making skills that I had to seem to somehow the other face consequences for uh, with no rhyme or reason. Um, the depression just grew and first I tried to fight it by, you know, traveling abroad uh, again because the, the depression first began when I was dragged back after traveling abroad in order to make my future. But I was made to put a hold on all of that so that I could take care of uh, a family member's problems, and I was expected to just leave my life so that uh, they could make their own life. That is when my depression actually began. And in order to uh, fight it, I uh, worked hard to again leave the country and start over. And once again, uh, I was interrupted and interfered with constantly. but when i did leave uh the first thing that i did was to do my masters a second masters technically it would have been my third masters if my second masters wasn't interrupted and if i wasn't dragged back to take care of um some other people's shit in other words so my this uh final masters that i decided to do a uh, in the UK was uh, in script writing and production. The reason I chose it is that I thought it would force me to write. It did. It did. It forced me to write. Um, although I took the executive uh, course, which meant the evening classes, basically. Um, uh, it, it That helped even more because I could give more time to myself myself. Um, I always wanted to just have a regular job that did not, uh, that that did not have much responsibility. But somehow, or the other just looking at me, my face, and my qualifications, people always wanted to put more and more responsibility on me, and that uh, sort of pissed me off a lot in between. But I still managed to hold my own, and I kept myself off the radar as much as I could. I kept myself. Towards you know menial tasks that did not require too much thinking because my mind as I said was already on overdrive. I'm already thinking all the time constantly, and uh, sometimes what you need is just good hard work to stop your mind from going that way, you know, to distract yourself. Um, so yeah, I mean you know going into sales, uh, going into customer services uh that should have helped it didn't actually help too much because when you meet a lot of stupid people around you and that your source of depression is the stupidity of people already the how their stupidity has caused you so much harm that led you to this path of depression in the first place so then you know controlling yourself at one point becomes very difficult Uh, when you again have to be surrounded by stupid people, selfish people, people who are always looking, you know, um, for, they're looking out for number one and they're always trying to pull you down, drag you down, pull your leg, uh, just to, you know, uh, stay up and above. And it's, it's so pathetic the way people are so pathetic and so petty and so stupid, really. I mean, it gets to you at one point. So every now and then I did have these explosions... Uh, mini-explosions, really, they should be very thankful because I'm not the type to explode easily. And if I have exploded, you're very lucky because if I don't explode, it just means I can go down the psychotic uh, you know, the <laughs> psychotic path, probably kill you in your sleep. But anyway, uh, so um, because of that, oh, I did start writing Yes and I finally managed to produce novels one after the other and i was actually working on f- uh two more um but again you know uh, as i said in my interviews uh, once or twice i think i said i've i said this um that when my computer suddenly failed me in other words my hard drive failed me and uh, i lost even though i have a tendency of saving my material it's amazing how the most crucial material still gets lost anyway and so to to be able to start all of again it took me years to start all of again so it has been very slow even even digitizing my old works which are no less than 40 to 42 novels even digitizing them is a nightmare because contrary to popular belief or I, I think there is this sort of a popular belief uh, amongst readers that maybe people like uh writers you know they no writers actually do not like at least i am one of those who do not like to read what we have written i absolutely loathe going through my own words and my own work and uh it's it's a it's a huge pain to even type on my own words um you know to digitize it uh because these works were done when, uh, you know, when we didn't have uh, computers at that point. Uh, And then when we did start getting, uh, you know, um, Windows 95 and all, when that all started, then we, uh, we did kind of, I guess many of us did kind of start working on that, but again, you know, you lose work. You lose work when you digitize it. So it's always better to work on manuscript, but then yes, I did end up uh, working totally on my laptop. I still do. I work now totally on my laptop, but I do save stuff on my cloud and everything. But again, there's just so much, you know, you can do um, and just pray and hope that by the time you are finished with the damn book, everything is safe and sound. So yeah, with Great Pains, I did manage to digitize one of my works uh, last year. Uh, And I I was uh, happily uh i was successful enough to get it out um it was uh, very different from my uh last two books and it also kind of shows how i used to write before compared to how i write now the the first two books that i published um on amazon uh the mist series um they're actually one of my latest works because, uh, and the work that I published last year, this is one of my older works. This was my one of my last works that I did before I uh, stopped writing. Yes, I stopped writing for a long time, as I said. It, things just happened. Life happened. Uh, s- lots of interruptions happened. So a novel, Life Makes a Novel, uh, this was one of my last works, uh, before i uh, fell into that slump uh, because of depression because of so many other things and it was i you could say after uh, this was i think written in 1999 or so a novel was written in 1999 if i remember correctly and uh, the mist series was <laughs> they were they, they they were written in 2013 um 2014 so actually 2012 you can say started writing in 2012 yeah so i mean it was like right after my master's uh in script writing that i finished those two books so you can see the the difference in the in the whole writing style the theme the, the storylines, the premise, everything is completely different. Of course, it shows how one grows and how one, one forces oneself to think, and it shows, you know, uh, the stages. The, actually, it, come to think of it, my books really do reflect the different stages in my life. Um, if you go to even older works, there were works written for children. The first book that I published um, in, in the mid-90s, uh, was uh, a book for early teens I myself was uh, in my early teens when I wrote that book uh, before that uh, the books even earlier to that which I didn't publish but I wrote before that book uh, those books were about you know kids who were in there like who were 12 year old 11 year olds like that because I at that time was that age so I wrote a lot of books actually for children. Uh, that was also like a whole series, and then for early teens, uh, the, that was one of the first. That was the first book that I published, and then after that, uh, you know, although I kept on writing, but I never published any. I thought I would wait for the right time and do it, but the right time just didn't come because then, as I said, life intervened. But then finally, when I did manage to come back, I decided to publish my new works first, which kind of makes sense. And again, the new works reflect my state of mind or my life or my experiences at that stage in life. But yes, uh, oddly, you would see that the, the, a novel that I published last year, and that it was written in 1999, but it is about a, a woman in her 40s or a woman who's just turned 40, like that. And I am right now in my 40s, early 40s. So <laughs> that sort of reflects... Uh, because th- that's another problem. When we think a lot, we actually have a lot of premonitions. We have a lot of predictions in life. And unfortunately, a lot of them come true. It's unfortunate because uh, most of the premonitions that we have are obviously never good. And they come true. Uh so yeah as i've mentioned earlier in in that in a novel um i talk about how she travels to uh the uk and france and that is exactly what i did i did travel to france and i did travel to the uk after i wrote that book and uh, so yeah the predictions and the premonitions both kind of come came true <laughs> uh in many ways I think that's also one of the reasons I can't write because um, in order for me to write, I really need peace of mind and I'm just not getting that. I'm just not getting that no matter how much I try. It's I need to be in a certain state of mind uh, in order to write. If my mind is convoluted with so many thoughts, so many, um, you know, so much... Uh, well, let's, let's just say thoughts. <laughs> then, uh, so many thoughts. Then um, then I can't write. I, I know that there are writers who actually, that is when they write because when their mind is so full, they just need to get everything out of their system in order to feel better. In my case, it's not like that. In my case, it needs to get out of my system and I need to feel better before I can write about it. Because when when it, it takes over uh, and when it just wraps me all up in its in in its cyclone, then I cannot write. I need to attain some peace in order to start writing. Whatever it is that is disturbing me, then I can get it out of my system. It has to partially leave my system. It has to make me mentally stable in order for me to pour the rest of it out. Uh, but while it is still in me with full rage uh, then I cannot write and uh, that is you know one of the reasons why I have been in this slum it's again it's not because I cannot think or I you know I am in the middle of work again and I keep and this is the slowest I've ever worked people who know me they know how fast I work um, as I say even my teachers they used to say that of all the students they've ever known in all the years, I was the fastest writer they'd ever seen. And that is because when I start writing, I have to get it all out before I put my pen down. I don't put my pen down until I finish whatever it is that I need to finish. And because once my pen is down, then it's very difficult to lift it back up. That's the reason why I'm the fastest writer ever. And, uh, So the fact that I am right now the slowest writer ever and I'm right now very much like other regular writers who take years to get their stuff done, it's simply because I guess I'm going through the same thing that the other writers are going through and for different reasons or similar reasons. And that is, um, I just cannot get myself to write. Uh, It's so difficult to put my, my mind, you know, to be in that headspace in order to start writing again, and so it's very slow, it's very sluggish, it's very painful, it's very tedious, and one of the things that, you know, I do uh, is every time I feel like I need to work on my book, but I just cannot work on it, I, I just start looking at the, at the cover, because I create my own book covers too, um, I design them, and sometimes I do them from scratch, and sometimes, you know, I uh sort of take bits and pieces and odds and ends from d- various places where i have where there is the you know uh license to use and modify and edit the you know where there are no copyright issues and uh, or as or as i said i make them from scratch so i designed the the cover the all the covers of all my books i've designed all of them and and it's um, so I, I kind of go back to those covers, you know, I just go back again and again to them and I see if they're okay, if they're fine, if I need to tweak them a bit, if you know, and I just, you know, going through the covers is like it feel, it makes you feel like the book is there, it's going to be there, you know, it's it's there. So it's going to, it's going to happen, it's going to be real, it's going to exist. Even if it doesn't now, it's it will happen. As, you know, it's like that. When you look at the covers, it's as if you know the book has to manifest. So that's one of the things I do or I find myself doing. I, I always go back to the covers and I start working. Or, or I just, you know, work on a cover of another book. Like I actually created a cover of another book. And I was actually trying to create a cover of a a book that I was thinking of digitizing. (laughs) But then I ended up uh, creating the cover in such a way that I thought, you know what, I think I can actually write a whole new book based on this cover. (laughs) So I started writing a whole new book. So again, yes, I'm working on two at the same time, but both of them very, very tediously slow Although I started on a rhythm, but as I said, once that rhythm is lost, once I have to put the pen down, then that's, that's fatal. That's absolutely fatal because then that means that I just cannot get that pen back up. I cannot start typing again. Um, I have to once again, you know, get back into that headspace. And that's very difficult. That is actually one of the most difficult things that we writers face that is trying to get back in the headspace in you know in order to pick up that pen and start writing again and immerse ourselves back into that world so obviously we distract ourselves with so many things every time we think we need to write and we know we just cannot um, in my case i distract myself a lot with the uh, you know the some some old dramas that i'm binge watching for the fourth or fifth or a dozen time or some new ones that I'm, you know, just watching with uh, great discipline. <laughs> and, and, you know, because they do help. They help uh, stop my mind from thinking, really. I mean, the TV isn't called an idiot box for nothing. So dramas and, sh- and you know, series and serials, <clears throat> they really do help me stop thinking. Although sometimes, to be honest they don't work nowadays Uh, sometimes they don't work and i do start thinking all over again and the depression takes over and everything takes over and then my mind goes on overdrive again and then i have to you know force myself to get back into the drama and it can be a bit uh, problematic but then i do manage to focus all over again and you know get back into calming my mind down into emptiness so yeah i mean that's basically it because this year i'm a bit scared last year by this time i managed to get the whole book finished and ready to be published and i you know I, i got it out by this time last year i was hoping that maybe this year too i'll try to get one book out but i i don't know i really don't know what's going to happen So, yeah, I mean, these are the things we writers do, you know. People think that maybe we're free and all, but actually we writers, it's kind of true, uh, we writers really do not have a concept of free time because our mind, free time means when your mind stops. Our mind doesn't stop. And in order for me to start working, my mind needs to stop. Um. That's not happening. So... But there's, you know, there's this grand summer sale on Smashwords, and you can get all my books there, the ones that I've written till now and published till now, basically. Um, Do check them out, because, I mean, you know, each year, you know, the sales, uh, the the Smashwords uh, summer sale gets bigger and bigger. This time, I have put all my books at 75% off uh so that means every single one of them is 75 percent off each one of them right so you can get any one of them that you like or all of them as i said because they're different genres the Mist series is the semi-dark intense um highly uh suspenseful and uh, you know it's a thriller it's a conspiracy thriller and it's, an, it's a spy thriller, and it's also a political thriller. It's all three in one, and the protagonist is a female. Um, people seem to have really, really loved her, so I'm sure that those of you who haven't yet read it, you will love her too. And uh, the other one, a novel, is more along the lines of um, semi-poetic, semi-lyrical, you can say, in narrative Um but not that much. Yes, no, I never go for poetic lyrical <laughs> writing. So it's but yeah, it's not fast paced like the the Mist series. The Mist series is extremely fast paced. It's full of action. It's full of uh, suspense. It's full of uh, thrilling moments, and it's you know it's one thing after the other. It's this entangled web. Of, of, you know, um, espionage and counter-espionage and, you know, psychological warfare and, uh, you know, the... It's 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 a lot of things, you know, and it drives you through. But a novel compared to that is slow-paced. You know, it's about a woman in her 40s who's now beginning to wonder if um, the path that she's on now, I mean, it's the path that she chose by all the decisions that she made to reach here and now she's wondering if she needs to change her path or if it's okay to continue and she decides to take a sabbatical um and to travel and you know find out what she really wants to do in life this is a very clean wholesome romance um, and it's you know you social issues are touched in all my works to be honest Um, issues about racism discrimination they're all they all get touched upon but they do it i do it in such a way in such a flow that it just flows on with the story you know it's not like in your face Uh, but i think you will enjoy it those who like clean wholesome romance holiday romance uh, you know uh, dilemmas and decisions a touch of life and spice with cozy mystery thrown in and a bit of espionage so that's a novel for you and for those who want this dark intense uh, thriller series the mist is there for you um, i've also published the mist complete series as, as one book as a bundle uh, you can check that out too that too is 75 percent off so take your pick take your pick have fun and do do give me feedback do tell me because believe it or not but actually when i was when i had finished writing the mist part one and i was working on part two um i got a lot of feedback from the readers of part one and that that helped me in writing book two yeah believe it or not um I, i i had a lot of uh help from the readers feedback um, and it really helped me to you know make sure which direction I would like book 2 to go and you know how to wrap it up so yeah do not hesitate to give me feedback well this is the life of a writer Especially one like me. We all have our problems. All of us writers, we all have our problems, as I said. We go into the slum or the slumber. Um for various reasons, but it boils down to it. No matter what the reason is, it is essentially life. Life happens, shit happens, we get drowned in lots of stuff that we usually have nothing to do with in my case, I have nothing to do with any of the shit that I get dragged into you know it's like you know i'm going my own way and then people who uh create problems for themselves they drag me in to fix their problems and then they act as if i never did anything for them and all the while i'm at the losing end um i lose years of my life fixing their shit and then i'm still trapped you know with no way out uh life is essentially movement when there's no movement in life then you're dead and that is basically it um, because there's no movement in my life because i'm not moving in any way in i'm not moving backwards i'm not moving forwards i'm just stuck i've been stuck here for two decades in the same place every time i try to move i'm dragged back to this exact same point um to the point where now i feel that there is it's absolutely useless and might as well just end it all so yeah like in order to live you know you need to struggle you need to move forward otherwise you're not living so as long as you're moving forward or even backwards as long as you're moving you're living um congratulations on that you really need to congratulate yourself that, that you're actually living so well this is it for now this is me signing out take care everybody the hafiz